Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, November 29th, 2014, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Misty Show for your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and once again, I have my co-host, B on board. How you doing on this post-Thanksgiving Saturday, buddy? Hi, Jay. I'm in <laughs> I'm I can't see straight, but happy post-Thanksgiving to you. Happy post Thanksgiving to you. I, I kind of I don't know. These past couple of days have been a whirlwind, and um, so we're here. If you were here, we're strong. We're we're going with it. We're strong. We're, we're shopping warriors. We're um, post post turkey. Although I didn't really eat any turkey. I don't eat turkey. It's usually um, dry, so I don't eat it. So you know what? I I didn't. Mm-hmm eat a lot. I've only had one like small plate of the actual Thanksgiving dinner, which there was turkey because I love turkey. But you know what? Yesterday I had a cheeseburger and some french fries. That's what I had for dinner yesterday. Well, it don't feel bad. After a while you get tired of all the dressing and the trimmings and all that stuff, you know, so I, I was actually still eating some dressing today, you know, but I didn't overeat for Thanksgiving, but I also didn't undereat. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of, I have to say, as we set a record in my house because usually I'll make a cake, and the cake will last for about maybe a week. Yeah, the cake I made this this particular holiday is gone in three days. It wow. is a record. It's gone. It is like there's nothing left but the little cake plate with the crumbs on it. Well, I guess that means your cake was delicious. That should make well, you feel good. You know, I don't know, but I was like, good Lord, it's gone. But, hey, you know what? That's what the holidays are about, one of the things anyway. Exactly. And you know what? We we get to do it again in a couple of weeks. I know, right? Seriously? And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know what to do with the When you're recovering from Thanksgiving, then you have to gear up for Christmas cooking. I really feel like I have a Thanksgiving hangover. I seriously do. Yeah, you're not alone because... You know, on Thanksgiving and actually even the day before, I was doing a lot of online shopping. And then yesterday and today I did in-person shopping. But I do think I've got a lot accomplished, so I feel good about that. Well, that's good. That is good. I, I'm, I've been an online online warrior this, this year, so I think that's going to be my claim to fame is the online shopping. It's just it's just working out a little bit better for me. It's just, it's just working out a little peaceful. A lot more peaceful. Yeah, I did some when I was in the restroom. So, hey, there you go. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Well, guys, speaking of shopping, this is our post-Black Friday show, and we felt like what better time than now to do a show about pet gift ideas. But as usual, before we get into today's show, we want to give out the call-in number for anyone wanting to join in the conversation. And that number is 347-838-8313. Or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. You may also find links for any of today's information on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash 
missy.show44. Now for today's topic, holiday shopping ideas for your pet. Okay, um, I think for most pet lovers, their pets are considered members of the family. I know Missy is for me, you know, and so it's on. Yeah, Boomers yeah. was for me. I mean, that was like the favorite time. Well, here's the thing with when we had Boomer. The dog actually got a toy every Saturday of his life. Yeah, he got his good boy toy. He got his good boy toy. So technically, he got a toy every week, but he, I know, you'd be amazed how many toys you amassed buying a toy each week for 16 years, pretty much. But um, uh, he loved getting Christmas presents. He loved it. I have some videos of him actually unwrapping. People don't believe me. And here's the thing about it is that we have video of him unwrapping his toys. And one uh-huh. Christmas, just to put, he loved to unwrap them. And when I say he unwrapped them, he unwrapped them like a human being. But one year we, we and, I, and I didn't even think about that, how well he knew that these were his toys. We wrapped his toys up one year, and he understood that, you know, he got the whole thing of, Christmas, like little kids would when you say, okay, these are your toys, they're under the tree, and how kids would go and just kind of sit and look at their toys. We wrapped his toys. We wrapped his toys up one year, and we put them under, we had two trees sitting in like a little foyer area, and we put his toys and some other gifts there because we didn't do this big traditional Christmas tree that year. So we put his toys with everybody else's. And I don't know what I did. I said, these are yours, Boo Bear, these are yours. So, you know. So he was like a little kid. I said, but you can't touch them. Don't touch. And so he would go and lay in front of them. They were wrapped, mind you, and he would lay in front and just look at them and just look at them. Okay, so that was Christmas Eve. Well, he did that throughout the whole time we had him wrapped. Christmas Eve, he laid there in front of them. For some reason, we didn't – usually he would sleep with me, but he kind of left me and would go sleep with my parents. And he got up. Christmas Eve morning, well, Christmas Eve, early Christmas morning, and went into the room, got his toys, nothing else from under the tree, unwrapped them, and had them. So when we got up that Christmas day, we went and we saw pieces of paper left. (laughs) And we were like, get out. And he had already unwrapped his toys and were playing with them. He had taken them back in the room and were playing with them. Now, that's amazing because it makes you wonder how did he know just the right time to go ahead and do it. And he, that dog was so sneaky. He knew do it when everybody's away. And but my thing was how did he know which were just his? Yeah, which ones were his. They were in there with other stuff, but he got his toys out and unwrapped them. Wow. So I don't know. We, that dog was a little bit on the, the amazing freaky side. <laughs> so, but, you know, we, we he loved getting Christmas gifts. And I guess when you think about buying your pet, which is sort of like your child, gifts, you think about buying them toys and stuff like that. So, Yeah, and I know I, I do with Missy all the time, and I did it a lot more when she was younger. But, you know, it, it brings us to our question. You know, with the holidays coming up and we're buying everybody else gifts, what are some good ideas to get your pet for Christmas? So, So that's what yeah. we're going to be talking about today. Yep. You know what? I I will say this. This was one of Missy's favorite gifts. 
and this is uh, mainly for cat owners. I don't I don't know if dogs would really like this or not, but cats, at least Missy did, she loved her laser toy. It was a little mouse, and you would click the button, and the little red um, laser light would come out, a little pinpoint ball of light. And she would chase that thing because you could just make it go up. and We would make it go up and down the hallways. We would make it go up the walls. And she just loved running in behind that light. And, of course, you know, we were controlling it. And, and she got to the point where she could tell when I had it in my hand. She would be looking at my hand, and she was like, when are you going to click it? When are you going <laughs> to click it? You know, because she was ready to go. She was ready to run. And so, you know, we wore out one of them, and then we had to get more. But she loved that laser. She she loves that. She loves running after it, and it's a good way for them to get exercise, especially like in the winter months for your cats if they can't really go outside as much. You know, you can just kind of just get let them run up and down the hallway if you have a fairly large house, and they'll just chase that laser. And she would do it until she'd get exhausted, and I could tell when she was done, and she would just sort of pass out in the middle of the floor, and she would, you know, and she has the big fat belly with all the little fur, and she would just be laying there like, no more, mommy. I'm done. No more. <laughs> no more. Don't please. No more. Don't. Don't. Don't give me anything else. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. That is, you know what we used to do that, but I never thought about that. But we we would play with the flashlight with Boomer. We would get in there, and he would like. But you know what? We never did it, but he would find a way to do it on his own because I remember. One day we had my watch. I had a watch on, and some kind of way it was reflecting a light. And I didn't understand what he was chasing, and he was chasing the light. And I was like, what are you doing? Because he was barking and he was jumping on the floor. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> some kind of way the light was reflecting on the, the, the dial of my watch, and it was hitting the floor, and he was seeing the light. But I would move my arm thinking, what are you doing? But he was actually chasing the light. So he might have, you know, dogs might get into it too. You know, they might because Missy likes a flashlight. So maybe, so not to exclude dog owners, I mean, that might be something you might want to try with your dog too. Yeah. I mean, that that would be cool. That would, that would be cool. I, You know what? I was reading about, because I, I didn't go so much specifically into, to you know, specific toys, but I did find something that was good about, you know, the dog proof and the good and bad toys for your for your animal, you know. So if we are we are gonna you know most of the time I guess we would buy our animals kind of toys and stuff like that and mine specifically kind of went on the dog kind of a thing. You're the cat lady. I'm the dog. <laughs> I'm kind of on the dog go. thing. And I was reading this article um, on a website. I think it was ABC News or something like that. And they were talking about you know what are the good and bad toys for your for your dog or whatever. And they were talking about um, dog owners should always be careful about the playthings that they buy for the pet. And there was one particular veterinarian, um, I think it was Marty Becker, um, was saying that there were good some good tips for purchasing animals for the toys. But with dogs, size matter when it comes when it comes to buying toys, which is so important because I know with Boomer he went through all the different sizes and each toy we would buy for him, it depended on what size he was. It really, really, really depended on what size he was. And they were saying that the important thing inside is the size of the dog and not the age of the dog. For him, it didn't really matter what age he was when we were buying him the toys. It was what size he was because Boomer, if you remember Boomer, I know you do. Mm-hmm. He was he was he was he was he was, a, he was a all little boy. He was rough and tumble, all little boy. And so 
it depended on what size he was and what what kind of aggression stage he was in, depending on what toy we actually we actually bought for him. They were saying like unlike when you're buying a toy for a child, the size and aggression of the dog will help you determine what to get. So the common thinking is that the smaller the dog, the smaller the toy, and the big dogs like big toys, but pet owners should bear in mind that dogs are like children and that they have oral fixation and everything goes into their mouth, which is so true that so boomer, he he led his life through his mouth. It was it was all about his 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 tasting thing, and they were saying that Labradors and Sheepdogs especially have chewing fixations. Now, one of the great toys that we discovered with Boomer when he was bigger, because with Boomer, you know how you have those little plastic little toys you can buy for your dog or for your your animal, and sometimes mm-hmm. your aggression and the size of the dog they could tear them up like really yeah. quick. We found with Boomer that those toys were not something he could really, when he got to be bigger than a puppy, those toys would last two seconds because he would rip those apart. He would just devour them. And it got kind of, because uh, I think one time he swallowed one piece of it and it made his stomach upset and it kind of made him sick. So one of the things we found was this 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 company called Kong, it's Kong, it's um, KongCompany.com, but they sell what's called Kong, as in King Kong, Kong K-O-N-G toys. These, and these are just my opinion, these toys, because we bought many of these toys. If you have an animal, specifically a dog, that is very aggressive and just like, you know, not aggressive as in bad aggressive, but just when he has his toy, he's very rough and tumble with it and he kind of will tear it up. Kong toys are the best toys <laughs> you could buy for your animal. Because these toys are named after, I think, King Kong, and they are just some durable, sturdy, sturdy toys. They come in different sizes. The larger toys are good for the big dogs because they have, they're more difficult to chew. They're like rubber-based, but they're just really, really, I mean, it literally would, if we wanted to make Boomer exhausted, we would take one of his Kong toys and kind of put some peanut butter around inside of it and give it to him, and we wouldn't have to worry about him for about a good four to six hours. Wow. Because he would, he would, I have yet to see him. He never was able to destroy one of those Kong toys, ever. And you can go, people, if you're looking to buy it, it's kongcompany.com, K-O-N-G-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y-S-R.com, and go to that website, and you can just get them in any I always would find them in any pet store, PetSmart. We have a discount pet store. They would always carry them. But they are some of the most durable toys. If you have a little boy or girl that is kind of rough and tumble and chews up everything, on toys will save your life. They're really strong because dogs have really, really strong teeth and a strong yeah. bite. So, yeah, they must be really strong toys. Really, really good. That's the only toy I was able to buy for him. And they come, they have Frisbees, they have balls, they have, they have great little interactive toys that they call them where you can put treats in them and they can kind of try to figure out how to get the treat out of them. They have different little things like that. So con toys are the bomb. <laughs> they saved our lives with Boomer because we would buy him everything and he would, the dog would tear up tennis balls. And I'm like, how do you tear up a tennis ball? Come on. But the con toys, they are, they are the best in my opinion. Okay, well, I'll definitely have to check out that website. I'm not a dog owner, but I'm curious. I would just like to, you know, see some of the products that they sell. They have some great ones, great ones, people. 
Okay, and we'll definitely also put that link up on our Facebook page. Um, another thing, and this isn't exactly a toy, but this one could actually go for dogs and cats. I call them water fountains, but, you know, they're the things where they can have a fresh water at all times. A little, yeah, that's just what I call them. I know there's some other name for them, but, I mean, with cats, and I don't know if dogs are the same, but I know Missy is always wanting fresh water. You can put water in their bowl and it can be just as fresh. You could have just filled it like 10 minutes ago. But for mm-hmm. cats, they like running water. And she would actually jump up on the um, sink in the bathroom and I would have to cut the water on and let it drip. And she likes to drink the water straight from the tap. So oh, really? these pet fountains are actually great ideas for cat owners, but they also have them for dogs. And it's a constant supply of fresh water for them. Okay. That is cool. I did not know that about cats. I'm like, I, I did not know that, but I guess mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that, that's all Missy would want to do. You know, she she wants fresh water. You can have just filled her bowl, and she'll drink that, but it's kind of like after it's about 10 minutes old or whatever, she doesn't want it anymore. And anytime she would hear one of us, like, go in the restroom and we cut on the sink, she was going to come in there and jump on the um, sink because she wanted the fresh tap. All she wants is fresh water. Get out. Okay. Hey, I guess so, all right. You know what? She is such a diva. You know I love Missy. She is <laughs> you you know I don't want water from the bowl. Could you please give me my fresh tap water? I would yeah. prefer. That's fresh what tap I want. It's what I want. I want it fresh. And I think a lot of cats are particular like that because I've I've read several different stories, uh, not stories, but I've read different things on Facebook and just around in different little forums about cats. And a lot of cat owners tend to say that their cats like very fresh water. So this would be an excellent gift idea for your finicky animal, whether it's a dog or a cat, and they only want fresh water. That is so cool. I, you know, I, I, we, we've never had a cat. First, we've had a cat, but never to go out to say, okay, we're going to get a pet and we're going to get a cat. So it it amazes me sometimes that some of the habits that cats have as opposed to what dogs usually do. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Go on, Missy. <laughs> it's very, there's this one little internet meme that goes around where I think they have a picture of a dog and, and, and he's like really happy and, and he's just like, you know, these people feed me, these people love me, blah, blah, blah. And the dog says, they must be a god. You know, but then they have a picture of a cat underneath it, and he says the same thing, but he's real nonchalant. He's like, these people feed me. These people love me. I must be a god. And so that's sort of the basic difference between dogs and cats. A lot of cat owners will tell you the cat is in charge. It's like they're the owner. But for dogs, it's just like the dog, they're just so happy, and I love my owner, and, you know, they're they're everything. But for the cat, it's like I'm everything. Yeah, they you serve me. That is sort of kind of true because that's kind of how Boomer was. Boomer was like, I love you guys. <laughs> you are the best. Y'all, I don't want to be in this pack forever. And <laughs> with cats, I see that it's more of a thing of, you know what, you just need to be happy you're in my world. <laughs> and I'm allowing you to do it. I love you, but don't get so excited. So <laughs> that's essentially that that's essentially a cat. Oh, and speaking of cats, this is some this is unrelated to the topic, but it is about a pet. I want to send well wishes to Popsicle. 
he's a little kitten that was found pretty much frozen. He was in yeah. one of those northern states. I don't where did they say? I don't know if they said North Dakota. It was one of those really northern states where it gets really cold. And some construction workers found him, and um, he had severe frostbite. And I think they're trying to save his two back paws, or, or I don't know if it's the front or the back one. But we hope you get better, Popsicle. Oh, yeah, Popsicle. Oh, yeah, and I, I think he lost part of his tail already. I don't know if it's his whole tail or just part of it. So now they're trying to save his little paws. I think it's yeah. a he. And I'm sorry if you're a she popsicle, but either way, we hope you get better. Yes, popsicle. Well wishes and prayers go out to popsicle and all the people that are helping us um, save popsicle's life. Yeah, they're doing hydrotherapy on him, so hopefully, you know, that'll help his little paws. Good, good thoughts for you, popsicle. Yeah, that, and that's why, you know, it's, it's we have to have that education out about, especially for people who live in northern areas, and I guess maybe Popsicle didn't belong to anybody, but for those of you who do have animals, make sure if you live in extremely um, wintry uh, conditions up north or even down here in the south, you know, if it's going to get real cold, make sure you have your, your furry babies in the house if at all possible or have some form of shelter from the cold form. Exactly. Please do. Please, 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 please take that into consideration. Okay, and I'm I'm not going to get on a soapbox. I'm going to get back on topic now. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I have something to say about possible gifts that people might want to give their, uh, and like I say, I'm I'm geared toward dogs, so most of my things are, are dog-influenced. Um, I was reading about, they were saying on um, one particular site that I was on about not giving dog organic bones. You know how sometimes people, they have these big bones and different things like that that you buy, you can buy and give to the dog. Mm-hmm. Um a dog trainer prefers using, as I was talking earlier, the Kong toys, which, of course, they come in different sizes and they're made of hard rubber. The plush chew toys that are made of wool, lamb's wool, are also good. Which I, I, I'm trying, I was trying to remember what those were, but I think I know what those is because I think we bought some from Boomer. They're just kind of these nappy kind of wooly toys, but they're really soft, but they're, they're really kind of durable a little bit. Um, um, Beaker or Becker was what the veterinarian that was um, contributing to this article. But there are a lot of toys and chewing items, he said, that are bad for dogs. Rib bones are no-no. Cow and beef hooves are bad because they can fracture their teeth while they're chewing on them. Pig's ears can cause pets to get an upset stomach, which I was... um. Uh, we 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 experienced that with Boomer. We decided to buy him pig's ears and these other little kind of uh, raw hiding kind of toys, and he basically threw up all over the house that night. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so that is so true that they will upset, especially if your dog is not used to it. Then all of a sudden, you think for Christmas they have sometimes they'll have like these big raw hiding kind of a things out there that you can give your dog, and you think, oh, you know what? While the guests are over. We'll give our dogs this big rawhide kind of a thing and let them chew on that while they get here, and they'll be busy and we'll be able to go, no, because what's going to happen probably if they're not used to it, especially dogs have such sensitive, my boomer did, if you give them something like that, especially those pigs is because they're so greasy, they will eat that and they'll be happy, but later on they will get sick and they will start to vomit all over the place. And we boomer. don't want that. No. So what they were saying is that, um, there is a brand which we use these. They're called Nylabone. It's N Y L A B O N E. 
and it's sort of like a chew kind of a thing um, that you can give to your dog, which is, is sort of kind of, it puts you in the mind of what kind of what rawhide is, but it's not. It's just a, it, it's hard to explain, but it's just, it looks, sometimes they have them shaped like bones or something like this, but it's just kind of a chewy kind of a thing that the dog can chew on. And it's safe and it, it's easier on the stomach and it's just something for them to chew. And they would have some um, called nylabone plaque attackers. Um, they're, they're, they usually give those to like aggressive chewers, the dogs that chew a lot, but they also can cause damage or whatever because the dogs, um, they can splinter inside of their mouths and whatever and cause a little bit of damage or whatever. But they have just the regular nylabones, which those are the ones we would give to Boomer, and those are fine because they can just chew chew for all day long. But not the ones with that necessarily are for cleaning the teeth or whatever because those are kind of, I don't know, they just they can splinter a little bit. So nylabones are really good if you want to give your dog a bone. The rawhide and the pig's ears and all that stuff kind of steer from those because those would uh, cause up in stomach. Because I always thought about the rawhide ones because I'll see those in the store and I always wonder, well, maybe, you know, are they they could be good for a dog, I guess, because you, they're so hard and I'm thinking, well, that's probably good for their teeth and they won't tear it up easily. But I was never totally sure, you know. So, okay, not such a good idea. And some dogs probably can, some dogs can probably ingest them and be just fine. But I know with Boomer, because he didn't eat a lot of different stuff, if you gave him something different like that, he just would get sick. And he just would get so sick. Raha would make him so sick. Okay, we don't want that. We don't want our little babies getting sick, none of that. And then also we don't want you to have to clean that up because that's not fun. No, I've cleaned up cat vomit and it's not fun. So now I imagine dog vomit is no better. It just has the worst smell you ever want to make. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, um, a couple of weeks ago we were discussing senior pets and this is a great gift idea for older pets, um, and I think you said Boomer may have had some of these, but they have little pet stairs. So if you have any pets where they get arthritis and they can't, like, climb up on the bed or climb up on whatever as well anymore, you can get them some pet stairs. Yeah, that that would be – Boomer had some – Boomer was afraid of stairs. He just never really mastered the whole art of – he just didn't quite understand that. I don't know. He would look at them and he would look at me like, what is that, and how do I make this work to where I can get up there? So he never really would, because we would take him to my sister's house, and he just never kind of, he was just like, you know what, I'll just stay down here. I don't want to be a part of that up there. So uh-huh. he never really got, but we, when he got a little bit older, he did get arthritis, we would try to, we thought it would be a good idea to get stairs to help him get up into my, to my SUV, and it just never really worked. He was just like, nah, you can pick me up. That's not happening. You didn't get me. Oh, poor baby. Might have been a little bit afraid of heights. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't know. I think he didn't trust him. He was like, this, the floor is just not working right here. No. And I guess it makes sense because they have four legs to try to maneuver upstairs, so maybe that yeah. would be kind of weird. But, you know, for the pets where they, they can kind of, you know, work them and they can maneuver them, you know, that might be a good idea if you have an older pet, you know, with arthritis issues. Exactly. Let me see, was there anything I overlooked on the, the pet gift list? Oh, and I meant to ask you, um, the, um, I don't know if you still have that website that we were talking about during Halloween time where you were talking about the pet treat, but, I mean, that could potentially be a different yeah. animal too. Yeah, those, because I think they actually did have, like, some Christmas things on that website too, so I'm going to have to go dig and look for that, and, and we maybe we can put it up on the page. 
they had some like different little gift basket thing ideas for for you know your pet for Christmas time. I do believe so that's a great idea, like stocking stuffers and different things like that. Because when Momo was here, we would always give him a stocking. He had a stocking every year. So <laughs> surprise, shocker, shocker. But he would have a stocking every year. And that website would be a great idea to have some stocking stuffers put in for your yeah. dog. Also, I want to put out there, um, just to make a, a, a reference to this, that, you know, sometimes people give pets as gifts. You know, they might actually want to give a pet as a gift for Christmas or something like that. And that's really good. But what I want to say is that please make sure you understand that giving a pet is just not about giving that pet because there's a lot that comes with giving a pet for Christmas. So, Unless you you know talk with the people or you know that you're giving you're getting it and you're prepared for the vaccinations and the medication and the spayed and neutering and everything that comes with it, please 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 don't give a pet for Christmas unless you've done some homework on it. Exactly. And if you're going to give a pet for Christmas, please also don't just have it in a box. And if you're going to place it in a box, make it be very brief for just like right when that person's about to open the box and have exactly. the hold, please because. You know, you don't want to do that where you're trying to have a puppy in a box overnight on Christmas Eve. Please don't do that. No, please, people. Come on now. Please. Well, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to today's show. Um, please join us next week when we'll be talking about holiday pet safety tips. So that show will be similar to our show that we did about Halloween safety tips for your pet. But this one's going to be Christmas-related because we know with all the strings of lights and and animals being interested in the lights and all of that stuff, that can kind of be disastrous. You don't want any choking hazards, any of that type of stuff. So please tune in for next week's show, and all you guys have a wonderful week. Everybody continue to have your day.